Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Well, it's time for testimonies, and we have three testimonies in the house today. The first testimony is from Sylvester from the Bomsu region in the Greater Love Choir. And he says, My testimony is about how my mom received healing through the prayers of our prophets during the communion time. So last Friday, my mom's left eye was a bit red. On Saturday, she was complaining that it hurt and was swollen too. On Sunday, when she woke up, it was severe and it had given her headaches. She couldn't do anything. During the word online service, her face was on the pillow because of the pain. After the communion prayers during the service, she felt better, better, though the pain was still there. Now, during the communion time of the flow service later that day, I insisted that everyone should take part, so she did. After the prophet prayed, she felt better. About an hour later, the headache, swollen eye, and all the pain was gone. She could do whatever she couldn't do in the morning. Hallelujah! I want to tell everyone that they should believe in the Lord and they shall be established. Believe and remain steadfast to the prophet and they shall prosper. Because the prophecy you believe is the prophecy you receive. Wow. We have another testimony from Joel Bona and the social media basanta of the university of the University for Event Center. And he says, My testimony is about how I received miracle money. My phone, my phone, a Microsoft, a Microsoft phone stopped supporting WhatsApp. The navigation button also stopped working due to cracked screen. So I had to put it on and off to access the home screen. I believed I received the miracle after I paid the Blessed Salvation Crusade pledge. I had exactly the amount I pledged and my friend said I can add the money to my phone and swap it and later pay the pledge with the next money I received. He later said, it depends on my faith. Hallelujah. I received a new phone two days after two days after paying the pledge after i paid my mother also called that she wanted to get me a laptop she ended up getting me a phone and said i should come and choose the laptop when i come home yes come and choose i want to tell the church to get involved in pledges for god's work and believe in the prayer that comes with it they are prophecies and they will come to pass in your life hallelujah as you give to the house of the lord may someone call you to come and choose a gift our final testimony is from gloria adam alonu from the Selma Center in Campus Region, who's also a member of the Greater Love Choir. And Gloria says, my testimony is about how I got a new phone. 
She said, I'd been having phone issues for a long time. Whenever I get a new phone, it gets a problem. How many of us have such Okay. My parents complained a lot about it and it became very bad that after my last phone got spoiled, I didn't think my parents would get me a new phone because it would get spoiled anyway. Mercy. One day in church, my mommy led a powerful prayer meeting and we prayed against the devourer. And she also prayed and said people would get new phones. I believed it because I needed a new phone urgently. One day, I told my parents about my phone problems again, and I knew they wouldn't do anything about it. But the following week, my father sent me money to get a new phone. Hallelujah! I want to encourage everyone to believe in the prayers and the blessings ES Joy prays over us, and also believe in the prophecies. They really work. Hallelujah! my favorite part of the word online service the bible says that the word of god is quick and powerful i believe that as the word is coming today will be quick to solve your problems and to have the power to cause a change in your life hallelujah so don't just sit there stand to your feet and put your hand together as you believe that the word that is coming is going to change you help me welcome our pastor sister joy Felipe. you're doing at home this morning but I want you to stop whatever you're doing and for a moment just give the Lord a shout for a moment hallelujah hallelujah you know when you come through a battle and you are not overtaken you must give the Lord a shout I say you must give the Lord a come on lift your voice and give him a hallelujah let us pray Father, we are so grateful for today. Thank you for another Sunday. Thank you for another opportunity to gather at your feet. Thank you for all the things that have gone on in this past week. You have caused us to be triumphant. You have caused us to come through. You have not allowed us to be overtaken. You've not allowed us to be depressed. We are grateful. Thank you for every miracle. Thank you for the times you've answered the word in such ways that even the dimmest of us can see it. We are so grateful. I ask, Lord, that as your word comes today, it will meet us exactly at our point of need. And may you be glorified. This I ask in Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. And Amen. God bless you. Take a seat wherever you are. I'm assuming you were standing. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you've enjoyed having the service right here. Um, over the past weeks of shutdown, we have had another studio.
but we deemed it right to be here this is the surprise for the week hallelujah amen so that you can see the sanctuary one more time and you see what you can see you can have what you can see you can have and so i wanted you to see the the church again and believe that we'll be back inside soon yeah believe that you one more time be around those of you who are in the habit of not dancing i believe that over this lockdown your stiff limbs have been unhooked and so you will be back in church dancing hallelujah well i want to continue sharing a word that i've been preaching to you for the past two weeks already you know time is flying i am so sure that jesus is coming back i don't know what you think but i'm so sure that he's coming as you look and you see that the days are flying um i I don't remember if it's second or third or fourth time but i'm preaching this word but it's a word that we need at this time hallelujah and we have been looking at keys to coming out of obscurity i was sharing with you from the book of matthew chapter 5 that jesus was saying something from verse 13 he said you are the salt of the earth you are the salt of the earth but if the salt has lost his savor wherewith shall it be salted it is henceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men you are the light of the world the city that is set on a hill cannot be hid neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel but on a candlestick and it giveth light unto all that are in the house let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father which is in heaven hallelujah oh i said hallelujah you know i was sharing with you last week that you are where you are to be a light and i hope that it has been at the back of your mind throughout this week and instead of joining everybody else to complain and say negative things i hope that you are beginning to allow the light of jesus christ to pierce through amen he said even we we don't light a candle and then put it under we'd rather look for a candlestick and put it on top and you are that candle hallelujah i said you are that candle maybe you didn't know you are that light you are that city and you are on a hill where you can be seen amen so i don't know where you got this funny idea that you should be hidden you should be silent you should be quiet you know we have some very weird ideas of humility yeah humble means jesus didn't do that he was very humble but he didn't do that yeah the bible says that moses was the most humble man meekest man on the earth and yet the man was always talking so much so that we have genesis exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy from the one man so don't start hey clearly clearly it's not just keeping quiet and just having some false cloak around you ask your neighbor over there are you genuine or are you false what are you hey so we've been trying to be a genuine light because we're not saying that we should also go into the other gutter there's another gutter where you are just talking without making sense messy say what shouldn't be said you want to be seen you want to be hailed that's also another gutter and that's not where we are going to we have been talking and looking at how not to be obscure how to come out and be that light and be that salt amen i remember the first week i shared with you that for that to happen you must obey god 
it is in obeying god that you will find suddenly that you are in a certain place amen and we used abraham as our example and i shared different ways you can know what god wants you to do and do it actually do it some of us we know but we don't do mm. hey, Pastor, how can you say that you want me to give you an example do you know that many of the people who cheat for at electoral during elections most of those guys they are christians who? they are christians christians who don't know that you shouldn't cheat yeah so if our christianity was really being lived ghana would be a different place mercy mercy yeah so many of you you are in school you are failing the exams because you can't get a poor but you are a christian our poor is cheating and it is lying i prayed power for wisdom and for witty inventions this semester may every single cheating lifestyle not work hey <laughs> but it's because the christians don't know that it's wrong they don't know so you are there you are reading your bible but you don't understand what you are reading so you are just like an unbeliever just like an unbeliever hey and i could give you even worse examples but i don't want to go too much into that because today has its own message now after talking to you about obeying the word i believe i shared with you about believing believe in god's word believe in god's word and how abraham believed god and it was counted unto him as righteousness and because he believed he became a different kind of person hallelujah then we used his son isaac as the example somebody who found himself in a difficult situation and god said stay there Stay in the difficulty don't go to egypt don't go be there and he stayed and he stayed and out of his staying he believed enough to sow seed in famine and so he harvested i found it a very important point because we are in a famine and it takes faith to pay your offering and pay your tithe yeah it's faith but we are sowing seed in the famine and i know that we will reap it hallelujah that's why i'm so blessed with these testimonies that come where people have believed god and they have really seen him come forth then i shared with you about paying your tithes because you need to pay your tithe in order to come out of obscurity one of the reasons why there are many christians many believers coming to nothing is because this clear instruction you are talking about just recently i was it yesterday i saw yet another press person who thinks that he has the right to sit down a major christian and be asking him questions saying that they force people to pay i just switch it off just be okay in your unbelief and allow us who believe to do what we believe why is it disturbing you it's disturbing you because you know that that's what you should be doing and you don't have the gumption or the faith to do it that's why it's disturbing you it doesn't yeah, that's why it's disturbing you it doesn't disturb you that somebody from another religion has decided that he's going to fast for 40 days it's not disturbing you because that's not your faith that's not where you belong and so it doesn't worry you it doesn't disturb you that somebody has to pray five times a day it doesn't disturb you because that's not what you believe that's not what you're supposed to do why is it disturbing you that as i am believing god that i am paying tight i am paying offering from my own money why is it disturbing you because you know you should be doing same. it's a rebuke to you and your lack of faith Hey. I said, hey, yeah. But you see, Abraham started it. And last week we had a whole discussion I shared with you, even personal experiences that I have had with this 
giving of tithe and I will tithe. Don't worry. Mm, yeah, I will tithe. I mean, so I've shared it with you. You can take it or you can leave it. But this week we are moving on. Hallelujah. This week we are moving on to other things that will bring us out of obscurity. My fourth point is long hours of prayer. Long hours of prayer. Long hours of prayer. It's a major point. It costs you nothing to pray for five minutes. It costs you nothing to pray for what? Ten minutes. It doesn't cost anything. Yeah. But Jesus taught us to pray for a long time. The Bible says he would get up and a long while before dawn, he went to pray. Mark 135 tells us that he prayed. He got up and he used to pray. Oh yeah. He would minister and after ministering, he would leave the crowd and he would go and pray and pray into the night. And he was so significant that the entire world, believing world and unbelieving world, has been impacted by his presence on this earth. Maybe you didn't know it, but every time you say the date, you are acknowledging that Jesus Christ came. Oh yes. Year 2020 is year 2020 of what? It's 2020 years after Jesus left. And you can be sitting in your nation and you can decide that me, I have my own calendar. Have you not discovered that after having your own calendar, when you want to talk to the rest of the world, you have to give us the date. Ah. <laughs> so you can have your own calendar, you can decide that you don't, you can say whatever you want to say. But when you go to the bank, you will take out your checkbook and you will write, you will write something, 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 stroke, something, stroke. 2020 every time you write it you are proclaiming that jesus christ came and he was up this is 2020 years since he left yeah. significant a very significant man god bless you a very very significant person hallelujah are you following what i'm trying to say you know and i'm saying with you that to you that if you want to come out of you know obscurity and just being there you see an obscure person is somebody who doesn't matter you are just there influencing nothing clearly that's not why the lord brought us here and i've shared the scriptures with you that show you clearly that it was not his plan that you should come and be nobody from nowhere going nowhere that was not his plan his plan was that you should have an effect where you are yeah a different impact each one has his road some have a larger impact than others just like how a candle is one type of light your mic your phone light is another type of light the bulb up there is also another light but whatever you say no matter the size of the light or the type of the light it has an influence have you not noticed that when the darkness is really wild your your, your phone light is a very bright one yeah. since those phones came we don't own lanterns in the house anymore <laughs> i used to remember the lanterns but i never liked them because charlie at a certain time you have to take them wash them dry them trim the wick clean the ash out it was a whole lot of work and if you did the nonsense and you forgot you will repent in the night hey, you will light it and it will not even show there's somebody sitting here looking at me she doesn't even know what a lantern is <laughs> <laughs> you have been born so recently that you never met those lanterns. Hey! 
but those born a little before that a little before that you know what i'm talking about <laughs> and you pour your kerosene into the lamp and you haven't cleaned it and that night oh dim light but still a light still a light but now look at your mobile phone with that tiny light when the lights go you're able to do everything you need to do and then you just yeah because it is a light so no matter the kind of light that you have or what your cause on this earth is supposed to be that light is supposed to shine hallelujah and i'm saying to you that as you pray long prayers that light begins to shine why let's look at scripture galatians 5 hey some people galatians 5 (laughs) verse 16 says this i say then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the flesh the last of the flesh verse 18 but if you be led of the spirit you are not under the law now the works of the flesh are manifest which are these adultery fornication uncleanness lasciviousness idolatry witchcraft hatred variance emulations wrath strife seditions heresies envies murders drunkenness revelings and such like of the which i tell you before as i told also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of god now i want to share the same scripture in the nlt the new living translation because i think that the simple english will help us to understand a little more it says in verse 16 so i say let the holy spirit guide your lives then you won't do what your sinful nature craves the sinful nature wants to do evil which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants and the spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires these two forces are constantly fighting each other so that you are not free to carry out your good intentions but when you are directed by the spirit you are not under obligation to the law of moses when you follow the desires of your sinful nature the results are very clear sexual immorality impurity lustful pleasure idolatry sorcery hostility quarreling jealousy outbursts of anger selfish ambition dissension division hey envy drunkenness wild parties and other sins like this let me tell you again as i have before that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of god wow so if you follow the holy spirit you will not end up engaging in these things and as you follow the holy spirit he leads you into prayer and so the more prayer as you give yourself to prayer you begin to see that many things they just fall away they just fall away hallelujah they just fall away and so i want to just challenge you to take up long prayer we have been really blessed during this season of lockdown yeah really 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 blessed yeah really 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 blessed twice a week we have had bishop Doug leading us in prayer 10 hours five hours five hours 12 hours six hours six hours 14 hours seven hours seven hours you know and i don't know but if you look at it eh, you suddenly discover that some things have changed some things have changed you want me to start listing what has changed Eh, some of you before when we say let's wake up at four you couldn't wake up you couldn't you couldn't you'll be talking to your body get up get up body will say i ain't getting up 
but now you find out that around 334 435 your body himself does yeah you can even say that tonight today i'm going to forget my alarm so that i will sleep before you are aware you are awake oh true or lie it's an effect already it's an effect already then some of you at the start of that prayer after he has led two hours because your stomach is doing something it's announcing hunger they say no 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 no, i have to go and eat and come so you you don't really get into the prayer but as you have followed you suddenly discover that you are getting in there by the time you lift up your face you say 10 o'clock hey really is that me oh one of the days i was counting the hours because i was marking my duma hour. i said no 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 it can't be seven doesn't feel like it was a seven i started to count five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve i said ah wait five six seven eight nine. yeah i could not believe that it had gone so quickly so easily are you with me so so interestingly something was changing something was changing and some of you, you are going to discover that a lot of your fights are no longer fights maybe you are the type you quarrel for nothing you know where i come from i won't say it because this is going in national i mean we can quarrel over nothing <laughs> there's nothing oh we can quarrel i'm seeing one of my countrymen sitting there we can quarrel we can quarrel such that the quarrel can go across uh, generations and the current generation does not know what the original cause <laughs> yes and they are still carrying the quarrel on diligently diligently but you suddenly discover your quarrelsome self is not able to operate yeah somebody that demonic anger it has just gone it has just gone you used to get so angry by the time you finish you are worse than the person who you were angry with yeah there are some types of anger clearly demonic clearly destructive but as you have prayed along you suddenly discover that some of these things are not like that yeah some of you at the beginning of the prayer time you were progress but right now it's been quite a while i mean it's been quite a while you have not even thought about yeah the prayer is changing you the holy spirit is gaining ground in your life and your light is beginning to shine yeah said your light is beginning to shine and the next time somebody who has the problem you had that person comes around you'll be able to share with them the comfort with which you have been comforted hallelujah so the long prayer is making a difference let it not be that it's only during this season my prayer is that it will be a feature of our lives that will be so addicted to prayer that when we've been there for some days and we haven't had that you yeah we don't feel okay we don't feel okay yeah i gotta go find some time to just pray it away hallelujah long prayer it changes life it changes lives it makes you a powerful person you don't walk around feeling powerful you just ah amen as you are there let me ask the tall ones around of you do you walk around feeling tall you just ah the short ones around do you walk around feeling short you just ah you just ah <laughs> it's not like i walk around conscious of it that you are tall so also as you pray and you are the light you just ah you are just the light hallelujah hallelujah you're just ah amen 
so long prayer push your neighbor and say neighbor there's more prayer coming there's more prayer coming we're going to keep this prayer fire going hallelujah because it really really changes things i remember many years ago we had been in a place in this country where the curfew had lasted for three years you see when there's a curfew it's the christians who suffer because the others they do exactly what they were going to do and the curfew always started after the evening prayer so they did they, they were not affected but we were affected our night meetings couldn't come on our all nights couldn't come on and we're just sitting there and we're just following the thing politically what are they saying what is happening what is not happening and it went on for three years god forgive us until we began to say the hair if we don't rise up and pray our way out of this we will be in it for a long time so we had a long prayer time and after that prayer time the lord sent one of his servants who obeys him all the way to the town where we were and he came and he gathered all the christian leaders and he said god has sent me to tell you you got to come together and pray and he gave a date everybody agreed and on that sunday after church there was a large gathering in the center of the city and the christians lifted up their voices in long prayer within about two weeks god forgive me if i've forgotten my timelines a little within about two three weeks this conflict that could not be resolved suddenly it was resolved yeah suddenly hallelujah what was happening the light had begun to shine the light had begun to shine we had sat under the things ah, but as we stood and record ah the light had begun to shine may our light so shine before men yeah that they will see our good works and give glory to our father which is in heaven and that's why we continue to pray the other day as we, the prayer was going on our prophet was leading us in prayer bishop Doug was leading us somebody went and wrote there oh but you cannot bind corona and i wanted to say sit in your corner stupid fool <laughs> ah, it's none of your business if you don't believe stay with what you believe we our belief and i believe that that is why it has not become what it should have become it's not at all because of our smartness oh hey <laughs> i wonder if we even have ventilators in this nation and if we have kura somebody told me there's one in a hospital but it's not working god has come through for us yeah and we must continue to pray yeah we must continue to pray hallelujah so long prayer and we will stay with it we will stay with it amen number what five okay <laughs> this guy he wants you to hear that he's around so send him a text please send him a text <laughs> key number five valuing small things valuing small things valuing small things many times when a thing is small we don't really value it we like to value big things so somebody may have a cute little house he doesn't value it doesn't know that it's a great thing he's rather uh, excited about mansions i remember a certain uh, building somewhere in this city i will not tell you where three years they were roofing the humongous thing 
and up until now i don't even know if you had so yeah for three years we used to pass that road on our way out of town going somewhere and for three solid years they were still roofing the building because it was so large and so complex and the, <laughs> and there are people i'm not saying please if your money is in a building you can build a town no problem but what i'm saying is that in spite of that value small things because one of the secrets of the ways in which god works is that he always begins small i don't know why i don't know why as i was preparing i was trying to think of any project that god did that he started large i couldn't think of any everything that he was doing he started small everything he was doing he started small everything he's doing he says where's the seed you want to save the whole world will you not save us with some huge something the host of heaven should appear and just land all unbelievers will scatter they all believe right now but no <laughs> instead you start with a seed that you plant in a virgin and he comes out as a baby my goodness that's how god does his things a seed so when you look through the bible you will see that all the people who we we, we think so highly of all those who we want to follow they all started small apostle peter what was he he was a fisherman an ordinary common somebody nothing grandiose nothing great jesus too that's how he came moses baby that we find in a basket hmm. so when you don't value small things and most people don't when you many people don't when you don't value little things you very very easily miss where god had for you yeah I still remember when Tiko was a car in Ghana. Hey, we gave it names, so we laughed. We laughed. <laughs> we even called it Akona. And we were laughing. And at that time, the price was so low that if you had a government job, you could just put together some two, three months salary and you'd have bought it. We were busy laughing the people who were building it they continue to build it today they are major car builders in the system and we we have now the matisse have come we have shut up and we are buying yeah because we're laughing who knows maybe if at that time we had tried to do something we would have been able to do but because we want a big one a grandiose one we want a tundra or a benz or something like we are still sitting we are still sitting something that we can feel big over but i came to tell you today that if you are sitting in your corner and you just look like nothing that's exactly how god planned it to be that's exactly it. He, he, he has not made a mistake at all he has not made a mistake at all and i want to take you through a few examples so that you understand that you should value small things let's go to first samuel chapter 17 in chapter 17 of first samuel we find goliath threatening the children of israel and the bible says that david had been sent by his father to go and look for his brothers remember that at that time david was just a shepherd looking after sheep so when he got there he started to ask hey what's going on what's going on because he had heard of goliath he said, what's going on what's going on the bible says in verse 28 eliab his eldest brother heard when he spake unto men 
unto the men and Eliab's anger was kindled against David and he said why camest thou down hither and with whom hast thou left these few sheep in the wilderness these few sheep you see his brother despised what he had and what he was he despised it he said yeah but you can read it there you can read it you see with whom has thou left those few sheep? He didn't say, With whom have you left our father's sheep? Oh? With whom have you left those small sheep, those few sheep, as you have come to walk among us? But you see, David did not see those things as some few sheep. He guarded it. When he was a shepherd boy, he guarded them with his life. Why do I say that? He was the one. Let's continue to read. Look at what he told Saul when Saul was questioning him. Saul was telling him that you see the man you are trying to come and fight he's been a warrior since he was a a, a child and you, you are just a shepherd but look at what he said David said in verse 34 thy servant kept his father's sheep and there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock and I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth and when he arose against me I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him it was against his life those few sheep that they gave him he says when the bear came i didn't say well it's only one they have caught i'm a small boy i can't do anything he said i ran after him i fought him and i removed the thing from his mouth wow that's at the risk of your life and he said and when after that he got up i killed him so he got up to come after me i killed him i'm telling you something david did not see those things nobody gives his life for something he thinks is a small thing oh you don't understand what i'm saying to you so in other words there may not have been a lot of sheep but he valued it he placed value on it and he felt that hey these few sheep that they've given to me i better just look after them but look at what happened in the next verse we are still in first samuel 17 verse 36 thy servant slew both the lion and the bear and this uncircumcised philistine shall be as one of them seeing he has defied the armies of the living god david said moreover the lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear he shall deliver me out of the hand of this philistine and saul said go and the lord be with thee you see that small thing that you don't respect that was the training ground and he said he said the same way you see as you see the thing in his smallness that's the same way that he will deliver me in the big thing so that little was center that you have that little center that you have those few people that you have been asked to watch over if you watch over them as though your life depends on it you will suddenly discover that that's the training ground for larger and greater things i was so blessed when bishop Dag shared with us as a 16 year old he had some sheep nobody told him that he should find where they live he said that he sat down he drew maps to everybody's house drawing a map this house that house that house allegadis benz ad11 walk here walk there visit this one visit that. little did he know that he was putting down this the, the the foundations of a worldwide ministry he didn't know 
he didn't know today he's known oh i don't want to tell everywhere 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 he's known but he didn't know at that time at that time he was a little boy little boy wife cry he didn't have little boy beloved cry he didn't have just these few sheep <laughs> hey but he didn't disdain it and there are some of us who are playing the fool with the little things that God gave to us because you think that it doesn't matter sometimes God brings somebody your way you think the person is beneath you beneath you I know a young man today he's the aide de camp of a major man but when he was found he was a dog chain seller on the road but that man felt that there's something he just laid a hand on the guy and dreamed today he's somebody major who is the small person God has brought into your life and you have turned your face away hey mm. you have turned your face away I mean I don't like these people these people they are always disturbing when you ask them to do it, they don't pick their phone they don't do that they don't hey is the small seed that God has given you and he's training you on that seed to see what else he will do with you hmm. are you there I want to ask you when somebody says I want a son I want a daughter what does God bring is it not a baby when the baby comes out is the baby full grown why don't he take the baby and throw it in the back of the, the, the baller and say it's a son and a daughter I want, I want a <laughs> what's the word i want a son who will defend me i want a daughter who will cook my meals and you have sent me this little thing no it is how you will take that son take that daughter look after bring up that's what will determine what that child will become a little seed and god has placed in us little 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 seeds small things small things you have a voice you say you won't use it meanwhile you don't know that it's the small seed that he has given to you that if you will just what's the word work on it if you will just work on it yeah if you will just what work on it not knowing that that's what will bring you out of obscurity yeah so many young instrumentalists you're so proud yeah so proud sit down and just learn that instrument properly you can't even play properly when you hear a song instead of you to play the original you can't hear you just sit down there you're playing something then you start to throw your weight around i know you are watching and i'm speaking to you yeah he gave you that little thing that if you will be diligent on it if you will sit on it have all night on it because when you have to play somebody's music it's not easy yeah the chord that you don't know be humble enough to say i've got to find it who knows it and play the original play the original it's when you have finished copying somebody that you soon learn your own you soon learn your own yeah david said the same you see the way that he delivered me from the bear and the way he delivered me from the lion that's how he'll deliver me from this uncircumcised philistine and it was after he got rid of the uncircumcised philistine that his fame shot up that's when they went to wine the women started to sing 
that David has killed his uh, Saul has killed his thousands and David his ten thousands David had not killed no ten thousand nowhere what he had killed was one Goliath <laughs> hey are you with me this morning never despise small beginnings those small things some of you you are watching over children and you 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 you, you treat them anyhow you come to church and you say it's just sunday school it's just it's just sunday school and you just treat them like babies and you just do something god is training you i started my ministry the first day i was looking after six babies i don't know who cried more they or me my pastor asked me to go and look after them and i wanted to tell my pastor that i'm not a baby's person i had one baby but it doesn't mean that i'm a baby's person i mean that's my child that's for loving your child it comes easy but to go and sit down six babies six of them what am i going to do with six babies and so as they were crying i was also crying because the service was not ending early hey <laughs> i remember one night at the time i was a doctorate student so i was struggling to look after these children and so one night in my laboratory i was working i had to take samples over the night it was a friday night and i decided that in between taking the samples i'll pray and i began to pray i said lord i will not survive in the church if you don't do something i won't survive and i began to pray i was working with pigs and i had rows of pigs there and i walk up this way and walk down the other way then i heard the voice of god take a paper take a pen and i rushed into the inner room we had there to write things and i began to write and that was how the lord gave me a blueprint of what to do with those six babies on sunday i couldn't wait to get to church this time i was coming equipped i came and i started to look after the children little babies after a while the babies were not crying to be there the babies were crying when they were coming to pick them because they were having such a good time i graduated from looking after babies to looking after toddlers that's a graduation when i finished with the toddlers looking after little children six years eight years ten years then i graduated to teenagers yeah i don't know if you've ever been the pastor of teenagers yeah it's a calling <laughs> it's a calling but you see all through apart from the very little ones let's say one year two years from the age of three i'll take them to camps i'll teach them to pray i'll pray for them i'll lay my hands on them you want to know where i learned ministry i learned it on children i'll pray over them their issues became my issues pray them through their issues pray them through their exams pick them up and give them hope tell them that listen you can go as far as you're going to go with god nobody will stop you today those children are 35 year old men who are married and have children they are 42 year old women they are 30 year old women but i learned ministry because i took those little children as something precious you have even more you have in those days our church didn't even have what we needed to teach us how to teach the children today you have it you have so many things but you think that god has given to you nothing and that's why you are not taking your time to excel god has placed in your hands the ability to love technological things 
But instead of you to come down and just learn it, you say, hey, they, come, they, they blast us too much, I won't do. That's the little seed God has given to you. Your greatness is in that seed. So when you are struggling some time to come, don't blame anybody, it is you. Because you didn't value the little thing. You were waiting for a huge stadium. That, oh, they'll call me and give me contract to go and do the setup for this whatever and give me millions <laughs> it's not gonna happen because god gives birth to seeds and it's as you handle those seeds that you climb the heights not before hallelujah the last point i want to share with you today yeah <laughs> key number what six turning away from those who despise you turning away from those who despise you you see as you begin to nurture your little seed there are people who will despise you for it because people do not have god's wisdom they have the world's wisdom and the world's wisdom says that you must you know do things big the world's wisdom says that take a loan to start your business i wonder what's happening to you now rent an office pay the rent <laughs> i don't want to go inside the details <laughs> yeah turn away from those who despise you let's go back to the scripture we're reading of Eliab Eliab his eldest brother heard when he spoke unto the men and Eliab's anger was kindled against David and he said why camest thou down hither and with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness i know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle and david said verse 29 what have i done now is there not a cause in verse 30 he turned from him towards another you see when somebody is despising you you don't stand to convince them yeah don't stand to convince just go on with what you are doing david had come there and he had found the situation and he didn't bother to stand there to exchange words with his brother he just asked ah, what have i done and then he turned away and sometimes as you are working on what god has given to you you need to turn away from those who despise you i remember in the early days of the ministry when our church was a very small in a small corner the despisement was a lot i remember that where i worked they told somebody that myself and my husband were totally mad <laughs> a whole lot of things were said but i thank god that we just didn't answer we just didn't answer turn away from those who despise you are you there choose the place that you are loved choose the place that you are respected some of you share your rooms and your homes and your places with people who despise you don't talk about it just just move on just move on just move on they are sitting there making comments hey adding and you are praying today too just pray your prayer it is very unfortunate that at times those who despise you are right in your home sometimes they're your family members yeah very close 
loved ones and that's even more the reason why you need to turn away let's have a look at something that was happen happening here second samuel chapter 6 again in the life of david as the ark of god entered the city of david second samuel 6 i'm reading from verse 16 Michal, the daughter of saul looked down from her window when she saw king david leaping and dancing before the lord she was filled with contempt for him verse 18 when he had finished his sacrifices david blessed the people in the name of the lord of heaven's armies and then he gave to each israelite man and uh, and woman in the crowd a loaf of bread a cake of dates and a cake of raisins and then all the people returned to their homes now this story was happening at the time when david was excited because he had succeeded in bringing the ark of god back so he was excited and he had danced before the lord in his happiness and his wife saw him and the bible says you know here it says she was filled with contempt the king james version says she despised him she despised him so the same kind of word filled with contempt filled with despisement now then he blessed the people and he left the people to come and bless his home let's see what happened second samuel hmm verse 20 chapter 6 verse 20 when david returned home to bless his own family Michal, the daughter of saul came out to meet him she said in disgust how distinguished the king of israel looked today shamelessly exposing himself to the servant girls like any vulgar person might do david retorted to Michal, i was dancing before the lord who chose me above your father and all his family he appointed me as the leader of israel the people of the lord so i celebrate before the lord yes i am willing to look even more foolish than this even to be humiliated in my own eyes but those seven girls you mentioned will indeed think i am distinguished and so Michal, the daughter of saul remained childless throughout her entire life indeed many things of the kingdom of god look foolish it looks so foolish at this time to be standing somewhere praying for hours it looks so foolish to pay an offering at every service in fact in this church we do two offerings per service it looks so foolish it looks so foolish that if you want to change the world you should preach man in his wisdom thinks he can do so many things it looks so foolish but you will discover just what my Michael discovered that the only person who suffers from despisement is the one doing the despising if you will just move on and do what god has asked you to do he will bless the things that you do because he is the one who called us to do them are you there the bible says in first thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 8 he therefore that despiseth despiseth not man but god who has also given us his holy spirit so you are there and you are despising things and you're looking down on things i say ah who are these people clowning here and singing what is it that they are doing <laughs> can't they find anything more interesting to do as you are doing it you think that you are despising man but you discover that is god that you have despised oh yes oh yes allow us to say it yeah some people are despised because you are young in this church the average age is somewhere around 22 25 the 40 year olds are very few the 50s and overs i don't think we are even five so the average age is very young and then people begin to despise it and say ah, will you not go and concentrate on your books 
Will you not? We haven't told you that we are not learning. You don't know anything about it. That's why Paul said to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 12. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. They are despising you. Turn away. Just leave them to it. But you, do what God would have you do. The Bible says that preaching is foolishness. But that is God's choice. That's how man is changed. And that is why some of you who are listening to me, you were bad boys and girls. Your father withholding your allowance, it didn't change you. The words of your mother, her tears did not change you. The police coming to capture you, put it inside, it didn't change you. The belt with which they caned you, it didn't change you. But it was because the foolishness of preaching is backed by the power of God. And so the word of God says in 1 Corinthians 1, 18 and 21. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto them which are saved, it is the power of God. For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Small things. Small things. But powerful things. Stay on your road. Stay on the road that God has is carving out for you. Obey Him. Believe Him. Pay your tithes. Do what you must do. Are you in the house? Value the small things that He gives to you and turn away from those who despise you. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. I want you to just bow down your head and pray and I want you to promise God that you'll go back and pick up that little thing that he had given to you he made you a dancer and because you dance easily you think that is nothing but you didn't know that it was the seed that he had given to you that if you massage it well handle it well it will open other doors for you just begin to talk to the Lord for a few minutes Commit yourself to the Lord. Ask him to forgive you for despising the little things. Ask him to forgive you for throwing away the little things. And ask him to make a difference in your life. That like David, you will fulfill your call. That you see that he will lead you to higher places as you do what he asks you to do father we thank you we are so grateful that you called us and you gave us little things little seeds forgive us for the times when we didn't know and we threw those seeds away but today i pray for everyone listening to my voice may we be like david who handled those sheep who never despised those sheep but who took care of them in such a way that he fought the lions and the bears and you delivered them in so that in the day that he met Goliath he knew what to do and he triumphed maybe our story also oh God lift us up oh God help us not to despise your call thank you for calling us such as us thank you pray that you will change our lives that you will fill us with contentment and that we will see your miracles 
help us to keep doing what we must do in the face of the laughter and the scorn oh god in the face of the criticism help us to just do what we must do to please you so that our lights will shine forth and we'll know that we have obeyed you this i ask in the mighty name of jesus and everyone shall say amen and amen now maybe you were listening to me today maybe you always go to church but you realize that things are not as they ought to be you need to give your life to jesus jesus was the one who taught us that except a man be born again he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven and so i say to you this afternoon that you need to be born again you need to give your life to the lord this morning you need to hand over the reins of your life in romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 he says what you believe in your heart you need to confess it with your mouth and so you are believing god but it's in your heart you have never confessed him i want you to pray this prayer after me as your confession this afternoon and so as every head is bowed and every eye is closed you who wants to receive jesus as your lord and savior pray this prayer after me you want to say lord jesus i come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of jesus cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life lord jesus from today you are my savior and you are my lord i thank you for saving me in jesus name amen father i pray for anyone who has prayed this prayer today i pray lord that we will meet in heaven watch over them keep them may them not not fall back but rather may they be raised to be your own this i ask in jesus name amen now if you prayed that prayer after me i want you to take up your phone and take down this number 024-55-44532 we would love to hear from you send us a whatsapp or call us and we'll send you a book to help you understand this faith that you have just prayed your way into god bless you thank you for listening to the word online and we want to invite you to come back week after week until we are back here physically god bless you amen and amen we believe that you have been blessed by this message for more information you can follow us on facebook fountain of life cathedral and on instagram and twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-S-E. God richly bless you.